0: Hello, fearless listeners and viewers. Welcome to the Diaries of Badass Bosses podcast. I'm Penny Joyner-Platt.
1: And I am Tix Rice. And we
0: are back for season two. Welcome. We're going to dive deep into the lives of extraordinary individuals who redefine what it means to be a boss.
1: That's right. This season, we have lined up a stellar cast of guests who have shattered glass ceilings, forged their own paths and inspired change in their respective fields. I
0: mean, we're not talking about traditional CEOs here. Our guests include entrepreneurs from a wide range of industries, making waves, challenging the status quo and
1: sharing their stories behind their journeys. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding leader, or simply someone who loves hearing about tales of triumph over adversity, then you're in the right place. This is where stories of badass bosses come to life.
0: And as always, we are joined by our incredible producer, Connor Wells, who always makes sure every episode is an auditory masterpiece.
2: Thank you, Penny and Tiggs. I am thrilled to be back for another incredible series of inspiring stories and unforgettable moments. Get ready for an absolutely incredible ride.
1: So stay tuned as we embark on this journey to explore the lives, dreams and fearless endeavours of some of the most badass bosses out there.
0: Buckle up because season two of Diaries of Badass Bosses is about to begin. Hello and welcome to Diaries of Badass
1: Bosses podcast. I'm Penny. And I'm Tiggs. And we're excited to be bringing you another great episode of the podcast with such an exciting guest today. Um, This one's particularly close to our hearts because you work with her in a mentoring Mm -hmm. capacity. And she's one of my personal branding clients as well. So definitely got lots to talk about today. But beforehand...
0: Yeah, I kind of just want to talk about the solopreneur out there. Um, Mm. Because there's a lot of you. um, And a lot of people make that decision to be a solopreneur and work just by themselves, not necessarily surround themselves by a team or grow to that capacity. Does that mean that as a business, they're
1: seen as not as successful as those with a team it's a really interesting one because i mean uh, personally as a creative a lot of people who book me specifically and it it comes up time and time again they specifically want me to be their photographer so you know in terms of the creative things i can't necessarily out i can't outsource me as a photographer so I, i would have to look in other ways to expand my network whereas in in your industry potentially it would be a little bit easier to i don't know
0: because um, ultimately it's about relationships so when it comes to pr ultimately it's those relationships that you have with the journalist and Mm. so it can kind of go in two ways it's great to have a team around you to be able to share the workload but in my opinion i actually think solopreneurs should be applauded because Mm. if anything they actually have to wear multiple hats you know they are the customer service they are the finance team they are the marketeer as well as doing actually what their business entails and what skill they have so this guest that we have today has actually spent a lot of time ensuring that she's levelling up her business. She's chosen to be a solopreneur and that is what I applaud. But she's spent that time upskilling constantly.
1: And I love that. I know. And I believe it's a five-year anniversary of the business as well. So a huge level off has happened. And I just, I I can't wait to delve into this today. But one thing I did
0: want to touch upon is the coaching side of it though, because I think that that is an element that a lot of businesses as well when you don't necessarily have a team you can actually outsource support elsewhere and that's definitely another thing so having worked with Tracy from the coaching side of it it's actually something that I'm you know truly love doing I get a hell of a lot out of the coaching side of my business because I have to say Tracy won't mind me saying this but she is my A-star student literally.
1: She's amazing. She is amazing. <laughs> well, let's introduce her then. <laughs> so
0: I am absolutely delighted to welcome our guest today, Tracy Fishburne of Tracy's Treasured Keepsakes. Welcome
3: ladies oh my gosh to sit in there listening to that i was like oh my gosh <laughs> stop now
0: <laughs> oh we've got 45 minutes of this oh love God, so bed yourself in for this <laughs> i mean it's it is such a pleasure to have you on today so thank you very much for joining us and i'm now going to embarrass you a little bit more as we kind of go into a lovely little intro for you um so we have a guest today that embodies the spirit of tenacity, creativity, and sheer badassery. We're thrilled to introduce you to the award winning, multi award winning Tracy Fishburne of Tracy's Treasured Keepsakes. Tracy's story is nothing short of remarkable. She's the living embodiment of turning passion into profit. What started out as a side hustle and a hobby soon evolved into a full time business that quadrupled her income in five years. Tracy's journey is a testament to the power of following your heart and believing in your dreams. She's not only a successful entrepreneur, but also an inspiration to anyone who dares to chase their entrepreneurial dreams. Tracy's Treasure Keepsakes is more than just a business. It's a story of transformation, resilience, and the relentless pursuit of excellence. Today, we'll delve into the pages of her diary to discover how she turned her passion into a thriving enterprise. Tracy, welcome to Diaries of Badass
3: Bosses. I don't think we need to go on any further from there. I think we could just stop. She's like, stop, don't stop. Stop. Don't Don't stop. stop. Don't stop. Don't stop.
1: Don't
0: keep going. Well, look, to our listeners and viewers, we want you to grab your favourite beverage, get comfortable and prepare to be inspired by our lovely Tracy Fishburne and her journey from side hustle to a thriving business. So welcome. This is Diaries of Badass Bosses. So give it us what is tracy's treasure keepsakes to anyone that doesn't know
3: so i suppose in easy terms is i take your sentimental items of clothing so whether it be those old baby clothes that you're tucking away in a cupboard because we know All parents do it. We try not to, but we just can't bring ourselves to part with them. Um, Or it could be your school uniform, work uniform, or even clothes that did belong to a loved one. Um, They've got special memories tied up in those clothes, and it's a shame to sort of have them tucked away in a wardrobe. So I actually enable you to have them out on display in a different form so whether it be bears cushions or even a quilted blanket to go on your bed it's just nice to be able to get those memories out and see them every day.
0: Um, for those of you that actually are viewing on YouTube um, Tracy actually has brought with her today an elephant which I have to say I'm desperately in love with
1: stunning isn't it? Yeah
0: absolutely beautiful for those of you that are listening I'm going to try and describe how stunning this beautiful elephant is Um, so he's been made with, is it baby clothes?
3: Yep so this one is actually my youngest daughter's um, and it's her old baby clothes so it's a selection of the first one she wore ever wore in hospital and the one that she came home in and just those favorite ones that I just always dressed her in and it's it's,
1: personalized as well yeah so
3: it has her little name and her date of birth on there as well just to make it a little bit extra special
1: and I mean I'm it's just over the table from me now but the fabric looks so soft it just it's absolutely stunning so for those who can't see it it's a it's an ivory coloured soft elephant bear with buttons on the arms, of, on the joints to attach the limbs. And you've got embroidery on the bottoms of the feet, which has yep. your daughter's name. And I'm going to get a special date on there as well. Yep. So that'll be her date of birth. Yeah, she did just say that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. missed that. I was wondering if I didn't say
3: it.
1: <laughs> and it's got a pink ribbon around the neck as well with beautiful floral patterns all over and stars across the face and trunk it is an absolute masterpiece and something that would be so lovely to have on a shelf sort of well that's it they're not a toy are they that's important to say
3: yes so these are absolutely they they are for keepsake purposes they're allowing you to be able to keep hold of those memories that are attached so it displays nicely on the shelf The, the children will want to play with them but it will it will just terrorize you to see them playing with it like that so (laughs) um yeah they are yeah just for to just to display and enjoy
0: oh well thank you very much for bringing him with you we're gonna say goodbye to mr elephant for now because we definitely still want to see tracy on the screen yeah so let's dive in to your early beginnings
1: so Take, take us through the story what inspires you to start this because it was originally a side hustle right
3: it was yes yeah. so it, I always say it kind of happened purely by accident um I didn't set out to start a business um it was by no means something I was going oh I've got a bit of spare time what would I like to do I was on maternity leave um my Harriet was six weeks old as if you think my life was filled with craziness at that point anyway i thought i'd include in a little project to go through maternity leave um and i was looking for someone to create a keepsake from elizabeth's clothes she was at that point she was five i was ready to part with her old baby clothes um but i just couldn't find anyone local to do it and it was only as i was trawling through the internet that i saw a sewing pattern i had a sewing machine gathering dust in the corner of the wardrobe. So I thought, you know what, it would just be nice, just something to keep me occupied while Harriet was sleeping. Um, But it it didn't take me all of maternity leave. I think it took me two weeks. And it was when I finished it that my husband said, you need to do that as a business. Like Mm. that would be amazing. People would love it. And me being me, I was like, no, no one would want this. Why would they want me to make this for them? But no, he literally said, no, he said, well, you wanted it. There's clearly a market out there for it, so you should give it a go. So I just literally put a picture on Facebook and went, look what I've been doing while Harriet's sleeping, and literally went nuts. I had so many people asking me if I could make something Mm. for them, and I hadn't even at that point decided if the business was going to happen. So I suppose it probably really gave me that nudge to just take the leap of faith and and go for it
1: and i mean that talent was there from the very beginning because on our personal branding shoot that we did probably about a month ago now i actually got to see the first ever the first ever bear, bear. and the talent honestly was there from bear one so it's not really surprising (laughs) at all that this has ended up (laughs) being your full-time craft um so many entrepre- entrepreneurs do have a pivotal moment when they decide to turn their side hustle into a full-time venture. Where where was that moment for you? Where was your light bulb that you woke up and went, actually, no, I can I can 100% do this. I'm gonna jump on it.
3: I suppose, oh, it, it's really, t- I don't think I can actually say at what point I went, this is gonna be a business for me. Um, the decision was to just do it as a hobby while on maternity leave, and then it allowed me to go back to work part-time. Um, but I suppose the biggest point for me that made me think actually this could be quite a big a big deal was when I had someone get in touch and ask me if I could create something from her son's clothes. He had passed away at just the age of 21. Mm. Um, so obviously that was quite, quite traumatic for them. And she just wanted someone local that could create something from his clothes for her and her family. Um, now this was very early on. This was before I had even launched properly as the business and it, at that point I was only thinking baby clothes I had a newborn that's all I could see um but yeah she she trusted me enough to be able to to create something for her and for me that that was amazing but when it come to giving them back to her um yeah <laughs> she just literally she was crying and I'm hopefully good tears um <laughs> but it was just I could see how much it meant to her and how special they were going to be for her family and i knew at that point the memorial keepsakes was going to be they were going to be what my what my business was about and where my passion was um so yeah so it's it just kind of carried on growing and it was at lock during lockdown the plan was when we moved house that i was always going to go full-time with the business it was busy enough that i could stop my part-time job um, but obviously the pandemic hit and I was going, it would be crazy to give up a stable income to focus on the business. So I carried on for a, a couple more months and I was like, it's not going anywhere. I'm not enjoying work anymore. I really just want to focus on the business. So yeah, July 2020, I took that leap and went for
1: it. <laughs> and it's such an exciting time. I mean, for me, it was qu- it's quite a long time. It's 14 years for me in business now, but I still remember that day that I'm like, screw this I'm handing in my note notice I'm I'm going and I'm gonna go and make money purely out of my creativity and my art and you're you've just celebrated your first first year of um the, yeah, the platform yeah it's a it's a tricky one with
0: mine because yes it's one year of the platform but I've actually been working on my own for three years exactly, and yeah. effectively was pushed to do that there was no pivotal moment other than a redundancy (laughs) so um, it's not quite the wonderful inspiring story that you had but I suppose everybody has has somewhere but it's one of the reasons you chose and choose to be a solopreneur isn't it because of that very feeling and that what you do for people is they want you they want to connect with you and trust you
3: yeah so (coughs) I mean it's quite a it's quite a big thing to in, to trust someone with these special items of clothing you can only cut them once there's no oh, well I'll give it a go and see what happens um so it's quite a big thing to one just send them to someone that you found on the internet um or just to go up to a complete like hand them over to a complete stranger so I kind of I feel like my customers they they feel like they know me and that's so through my social media I'll always try to share as much of me as possible so that they can get to know me and learn to trust me um but yeah it's quite it's quite a big thing
0: (laughs) and building a business from the ground up is no small feat so what is it that you faced along the way of obviously building the business when you decided that's it I'm doing it I'm going in what f- what challenges have you faced? In oh that my
3: way? gosh, I've have had so many challenges, so <laughs> many. I, d- I can't even count them. I think the 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 biggest thing for me is I'm fine with with the sewing aspect. I'm I'm all about the creative, but when it comes to actually running a business, I had no idea. You have no idea what's involved in how you can even grow or develop a business. So I was kind of just trying to muddle my way through and to be honest i'm a little bit surprised i got as far as i did (laughs) if i'm completely honest
0: i mean it didn't put you off let's put it that way no
3: (laughs) no but i think it it got to a point where i was thinking there's there's got to be more that i can do there's Mm -hmm. got to be more ways of how i can help more people and ultimately that's how i always see it is that i absolutely love my job i don't see it as a job but it's just that i can help so many different people Um, and I just wanna share what I do more so that I can touch as many people as I can. Not sure that sounds right.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Just some <laughs> um, dodge Touch it in your uh, own? Emotionally. There. Emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: and in the first five years of running Tracy's Treasured Keepsakes, that is a mouthful, I've always said that. Um, you actually did quadruple your income, which yes. is this is something that we love talking about quite a lot. Um, <laughs> so can you walk us through kind of some of the strategies and decisions that contributed to that success?
3: So I mean, ultimately, the, from a, obviously this started as a hobby, so it was gonna be how much time I could allow it in the first place. Um, and then it kind of, it was initially just on Facebook. That was all I would focus on. So then it was what other social media platforms could I focus on as well? Um, but I th- it was I, probably last year when I went, this is where I need to do with that a little bit more. And it was where I started to ask for help Thank you, Penny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, just for anyone that doesn't know, I've been working with Tracy for a year now. But yeah, it has been, gosh, it's, been a it's over a year over actually. A year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're actually...
3: Congratulations,
1: you too. Yep.
3: <laughs> Um But yeah, so it was just about seeing what else we can... So we, it's, it's almost... It is reality. a we. It's, it's, it's always been a we, been a we, a we. Yeah. Um, What else we can do to, to help de- develop it that little bit more.
1: And how has, how has mentoring, what has mentoring done for you? How has it shaped the past year? What's, what's
3: changed? I think it comes down to confidence. Mm. So I always, I always knew that what I was doing was good. Um, Mm. But it was about, yeah, just having someone else say to you that you're doing a good job and you've done this really well. And just to give me the skills to like to develop it that little bit more but yeah confidence has definitely been the biggest part of it I think um but yeah just giving me the know-how that I'd never had and never even thought was out there is crazy like yeah (laughs)
1: You've achieved so much in the past year. Honestly, it's been such a pleasure watching your business grow and develop and everything that you've managed to achieve, some of which we will definitely be getting to later in the podcast. But your work is not just a business, is it? Because it's a a total labour of love for you. So how does your passion for your craft fuel your business and how do you keep that passion alive?
3: Oh, just knowing that I'm helping someone. So if you can imagine someone's coming to collect something from your doorstep and you can see in their eyes how much it means um it just it just fuels everything knowing how much i'm helping them um and knowing that i've especially the memorial side of it it's knowing that i've helped them at any point of their grief journey um and yeah i don't know what else more to say about it but yeah it's 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 hard to put in words what Mm. that how how that feels Mm. um and i can see what it means to you and some of the messages that i get from people like i I had one the other month that said that she she was missing her husband so much and she'd had she had her keepsake and it had arrived and she loved it anyway, but then when it was the next morning, she, they always said that they always liked to have a bit of a cuddle in the morning before they got the day started, and that's something that she was really missing. Mm. But she was able to hug her meerkat that I'd created for her. really <laughs> well, but it's actually it's <laughs> funny too, that you do
0: say that because one of the exercises that we've done, uh, done over the years uh, over the year is. Obviously, case studies and pulling those yeah. case studies together. And when we were doing that, I literally every time Tracy has put one together and I've gone through it and read it, I have been in tears. Like it literally <laughs> is that emotional. You do connect because everyone has family, everyone can understand exactly the importance of. Items that somebody that you love you know whether it is your child you know whether it is someone that has passed but you connect to anybody and everyone there's always going to be a need for what you do and I think you know the stories and the case studies that you have are just yeah I can see why you do what you do every day
3: yeah it's just it's a really like for someone to say that they've got really great satisfaction for what Mm. they do like yeah you can't you can't put into words that I wish I could bottle it up and pass it on to people, because it just feels so amazing. Um, And it's that that's what I've done. Just from me sitting at my sewing machine, I've done, yeah, I've made someone so happy.
1: It's building a bit of a legacy, really, because these memories that you're, you're taking clothes and precious fabrics and turning them into something that, you know, has out, like, lives longer than the memories that were attached to them in the first place but also these are potentially items that will outlive your time on the planet as well so you've got this creative Mm. legacy that's going to keep going beyond Mm. your years and continue to be maybe passed down through generations yeah and and that's
3: that i love the idea that it it won't just stay for the person that it was originally intended for it will get passed on through the family um so yes although tracy's treasure keepsakes is a mouthful and i i know that (laughs) whenever i call people and go hi it's tracy from tracy's treasure keepsakes i'm like i'd really pick the worst name um but people know me for that now so that it's it's stuck and there's nothing i can do about it um but, yeah, you certainly won't forget me, that's Oh, no, sure. it's very memorable. <laughs> nice. I mean, talking about
0: recognition and awards, mm-hmm. um, you've actually been up uh, and won several this year. So another thing that we've been mm-hmm. working on, Tracy and I, is obviously making sure that that recognition is coming through for you. So can you tell us a little bit about the awards um what you've won how you went about winning them because again it's so important for any business to put themselves up for these awards isn't it it?
3: it's scary as well it's (laughs) not just it's quite a scary concept so there's so many different (laughs) types of awards out there um and for me I'd, I'd said that I would love to win an award just to have that Credibility. Um, there are so many keepsake makers out there. It isn't just me. I'm, and I know I'm not the only one that does it. Um, but I kind of think my work, I would hope my work speaks for itself. But sometimes people do look for that little bit of extra something, don't they? So um it was one of the things that I wanted to set out to do never did i imagine that in my within so s- soon after making that decision that i would be a multi award-winning <laughs> business Woo! which is like yeah, absolutely bizarre um but yeah so the, the first one was a local awards um back in july which was the biz for biz awards mm-hmm. um i had actually been a finalist last year so i'd had a little bit of a dabble in awards last year i did make the finals but unfortunately did not come home with a shiny award um, but that didn't deter me i think i was even more determined to come home with something um, so yeah so the biz for biz uh, was was in July, and I was up for two different categories. I was up for New Business of the Year. Make sure right. I got yep. the right one. <laughs> um, and um, I can't. Maiden Hearts, I think the other one was. Um, and. It's funny. So the, the final was at Chew and Berry Farm and I was actually meant to be dancing on stage <gasps> with my tap dancing class I just do as a, a you little of a hobby. I did and I was literally going backwards <laughs> and forwards, going, What what which one shall I go to? Can I go to the dance show and then go to the awards? Can I split myself in two? And I just I literally I made the decision no matter how much it hurt me, I had to do it for my business. My business was ultimately the most important thing to do. And I'm really glad I did decide (laughs) to go because I come home with an award. I would have kicked myself if I'd Mm. won and not been there. But it was like, it was like a real Oscar moment. Like if someone was filming it, I really wish they could have got that reaction because there was like full hands over face and tears. Oh, did you Lovely. do the full crying acceptance speech? There was no acceptance ah. speech, thank goodness. Because I think I would have been like, thank you so much. Um, but there was, de- yeah, there was definitely tears. And, and the host had said to me, are you the Tracy? are you like the Tracy in Tracy's Treasure Keepsakes? And I was like, I am the one and only uh, Tracy. Yes, you, you are. are. Um, so yes, it is me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you're meeting her.
3: Yes, and I just think I was on cloud nine for like a good couple of weeks afterwards. Oh yeah, you can scrape <laughs> her down, honestly. it
0: was. Uh, she was taking it just, in a handbag everywhere she went.
3: You just kind yes, of like, you, um, you imagine what it would be like to to have that title of an award-winning mm. business. Yeah. Um, But yeah to actually have one and i actually have it on my windowsill in front of my sewing machine so i see it every day so every now and then i might just look up and go oh yeah that happened (laughs) and then there's another one sat in front of me right now yes so this is the most recent one so the best business women awards um and i was a finalist for the best creative business um, so if there was an award for me, I definitely felt like this was the one, so mm-hmm. when I saw this category I knew I had to go for it. But this one was a little bit different, so with the biz for biz you got nominated, your customers voted for you and then you got through to the finals where you would meet with a panel of judges and hope you got across in that snippet of time um, what your business done. Whereas with the Best Business Women Awards, you had to do a full entry. Mm-hmm. There was no nominating, no voting, nothing. It was all just by what you submitted. Um, so with the help of Penny, <laughs> I feel <laughs> no, it's like- easy plug I there. Th- could <laughs> not have done this on my own. I think had I not been having any help at this point and was on my own, I probably wouldn't have even attempted it. Um, because it literally it gives you goes into so much detail it about really your does. business. Yeah. It's no it's no quick effort at all. It's not just a case of just answering a few questions. You had to submit so much stuff about the business, whether it be the figures, your evidence, case mm. studies and then answer the questions as well. I'm not very good with my words anyway. Um, but it it gave me a good insight into my business and made me think of where I want to go from here so it wasn't just going to end there so yeah so this one was most recently this one is a, was at Wembley at the Hilton was a lovely hotel it was and you
1: two showed up because actually Penny you went along for the evening (laughs) as well and if you uh check out I believe they're on both of your socials um (laughs) so Tracy's treasure keepsakes it really is a mouthful yep sorry and (laughs) the and the platform Mm -hmm. there are some beautiful photos of these two rocking excellent evening we got our glad rags on for the evening
0: but I mean the one thing with this is they are national I mean, Mm. that's what's so special about this. It is a national award. You were up for one of the most competitive categories as well because it was so broad. Creative business. It literally did have kind of everyone and everything in it. Um, So that's where for, for even getting to the finals was huge and that's what I think you know finding out that you got into the finals was such a massive massive deal for you wasn't it
3: yeah it just kind of meant that all the hard work that I'd put in and it that it, it showed what the business meant and how it how it helped other people as well so yeah to to get to the final felt Amazing. Um I remember actually getting the email I was in sat in the middle of a festival in a tent and I was literally got this email and I just screamed and like the people I'd gone with, they were like, What's wrong with you? But they didn't get it, so I had to literally message Penny and go, Penny, I'm in yeah. well, I got a message
0: before the husband as well, which I'm very proud of.
3: Oh she's top of the list. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> oh, <now> no! <gasps> I'm so sorry. Let the cat out of the bag. So sorry bed. about that. <laughs> Yeah, so it was, yeah, it, was a, it was just great to be amongst so many inspirational women in business. Um, to then come home with the silver award was just even better. And it's quite early days. We're talking this was
1: literally a couple of weeks. Last month, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It, it, <laughs> it, it <laughs> feels like ages ago, I know, but yeah. it probably
1: was only two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, two weeks ago.
0: And yeah, we walked, yeah.
1: It might be too early to ask this because it has only been two weeks, but what has... Being becoming a multi award winning business in the last couple of months have have you have you seen changes yet? Can you feel changes happening? Um, what have these awards done for your business?
3: So they've just it's again I think it's just built my confidence that I yes I can sew and yes I can create something but yes you can also run a business mm. as well mm. um, and it just it's given me that extra fuel to keep going. Um, And by winning an award, it then also meant, well, well, now I definitely need to up my game that little bit more and make sure that what I'm offering my customers is top dollar. (laughs) Well, (laughs) speaking of upping
1: your game, um, you have been leaning into some excellent partnerships lately and really putting your brand out there. Um, And partnerships in business can be so valuable. Um, I understand that you've just announced your chosen charity for the year.
3: Yes, yeah. So working with a charity was something I always wanted to do. Um, I just wanted to, it's, it's such a sentimental thing that I'm doing that I also just wanted to add an extra layer onto it and feel like I was giving back as well. So my chosen charity of the year is a local charity, Chum's. Charity um, who do some amazing work around mental health for young people um, and young adults. Around this five different services that they do, um, but the thing that drew like drew me to them was that they had a baby loss bereavement service, which is such a big part of my life and very close to my heart. That I knew that they were the charity that I wanted to support, so that they could help other families go f- help go through the journey that I did that I did alone. So Mm. yeah, it's lovely to know that they've they're gonna have some help. And And I've helped a little bit. If you're happy
0: to talk about it just a little bit, just to touch upon for those people that don't know, that there is that personal connection, isn't there, for you that's what, what you've gone through.
3: Yeah. So after having Elizabeth, um which was a very straightforward pregnancy, um when we fell pregnant again after trying for our second one we did not think that anything bad would happen um you go you tell your friends and family you're so excited and then we went for that 12 week scan to then be told we're really sorry but there is no heartbeat um and that is probably the worst moment of my life i can feel it good now even five years on it never never leaves you um and it just yeah it's it's such a heartbreaking thing and to think that there's there are people going through it that don't tell anyone I've always been very open about my journey and I've always told people about it in the hope that it would help people open up and talk to people because it can it can eat you alive Mm -hmm. the things the self-doubt you go through and the emotions um so it's just the hope that I can help someone. So the fact that chums offer this service for people to to open up and do exactly that is amazing. Um, sadly, that it didn't end there. The heartbreak did carry on, um, and I did lose another two. Um, but thankfully, I do have my rainbow. My rainbow, rainbow baby rainbow in Harriet, baby. Um, who has her own challenges, and she's a very uh, she's a character. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, but I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: Oh well, thank you for sharing that because no I know problem. that's yeah that's um, really special. And Anyone out there as well that is listening or watching, um, there are certainly a lot of places where you can reach out and, and talk to someone, and it's something that you know we would encourage that you get that support as well.
3: Absolutely.
1: And what is the offer that you're that you're doing with Chums?
3: Um, so their logo is. An elephant um so therefore my elephant was it was a given which one I was going to be um adding a donation to so for every elephant keepsake that is ordered whether it be from baby clothes or ones made from a loved one any kind of elephant that I'm creating 10% of it will be donated to the charity um yeah and it's it may seem like Pennies to start with, but I am really hoping that I can, I can generate enough from that really makes a difference.
0: It's wonderful. Yeah,
3: really it's good. incredible. Every little <coughs> counts. <laughs> it does absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, so, we're going to go a little bit into balancing life and business because I think we're all a bit guilty of probably not doing that enough. Um, <laughs> so, can you give us any kind of tips about how you manage to balance your family? And, and your work life?
3: Oh, well, if you had any tips, that would be amazing <laughs> because I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I sort of I have a look every week to see what, what my workload is, what I've got from the business, what I've got from the girls because they come with their own clubs, school runs, and they everything have like such that. Great social lives. I, aren't I, they? I don't know when that's why I don't have a social life. I <laughs> yeah, think, because it's, than ours. it's so hard to <laughs> squeeze it in. Um, but it's just about trying to get the right balance and knowing what I can achieve and be really kind on of myself, I guess. Because I didn't for, sort of a few years back, I'd be sh- like struggling and stressing, going, oh, "I'm never going to get all of this done." But it's about looking back and going, "Actually, you can only achieve what you can." Um, yeah, so it's just about being being kind <laughs> <laughs> and knowing you can only do so much.
1: <laughs> and you've um, you've got a a studio at your house as well you've got your own your own space where you can separate work from home as well yeah so. but i'm
3: not sure separate really works <laughs> Um, So it's kind of I have in my head that whilst the girls are at school, that's where I will focus on doing a lot of the sewing at the machine. Um, And then once I've picked them up, then I'll come into the house with them and I'll do various different things, whether it be admin or stuffing bears and stuff like that. And then it's switching off at a certain time to allow time for them in the evening. And then once they're back in bed, those bears may be coming back out again. (laughs) um <laughs> but i have been a little bit better more recently and trying to make sure i actually do give my time to just do nothing um and tap dancing yeah. and obviously yeah tap dancing so thursdays is literally like sometimes it's a real effort to go um and i go oh i have to drive all the way over to go there but oh my gosh i love it and cool. it's i just switch off because i think i have to because concentrating on what my feet should be doing (laughs) um and I say should because they're quite often not (laughs) and then you throw in the arms as well if you then start thinking about what you should be doing sewing a bear as well as trying to dance and put your arms in the air yeah it's never gonna happen yeah
1: (laughs) I do love a switch off hobby like especially as a a business owner just that one thing that you commit to that you're just like right for this period of time I'm only I'm only gonna think about in your case what your what your hands and feet are doing yeah do you have a, like, do you have a thing that's like your... Um, no, not at
0: the moment. I am just getting back into the gym. So mm. I suppose for me, that's kind of my switch off moment. I'm really into body balance at the moment, which is absolutely wonderful. I love starting my day with that. So yeah, so I probably would say, cause I'm ex dancer as well. So for me, I like body balance cause it's a constant flow of mm. movement. And that's what I love about it. So, yeah, I would say those are my switch-off moments at the moment.
1: Yeah, I've always found... um, I mean, I've had to take a quick, a a two-year pause from (laughs) lifting things because of my wrist, which is now pretty much almost there. But, like, I always found that lifting things or doing something physical and, like, counting reps made me completely switch off. Imagine for Connor, it's probably the same as well because you're quite heavy on the gym stuff as well, aren't you?
2: Uh, I try to be. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. But, yeah, I, I like the gym. You know, a bit of, like... 30 minutes max incline on the treadmill just walking slow pace podcast or lo-fi beats and that that helps me switch off
0: listening to your favorite episode of diaries of badass bosses <laughs> exactly, obviously, exactly.
2: <laughs> like and follow on spotify um but yeah
0: uh that's what that's my switch off um
2: we'll just take the dog for a walk just like have a little scrap with the dog it's, it's good fun yeah
3: nice and sometimes it's needed as well because yeah can, you can get running a business can get so chaotic sometimes and there are times where it's just i don't feel like going but like i say i I feel so much better for it and it gives you a clear head and you can see things better as well and give you better ways of working it so yeah it's definitely if if you can find something that you love to do as well just as that your me time Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it's amazing which is
1: excellent entrepreneurial advice, mm. and I'm sure there's some other nuggets of en- entrepreneurial advice in there as well, because you've been running your business now for five—it's it's five years it's that you've just over celebrated. Over five years now, yeah. What piece of advice has been the most helpful to you during that journey that you'd love to share with others?
3: I think it's not being afraid to ask for help, like working it. You like. We've said, I've chosen to work on my own, Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't ask people to help me in certain areas. Rather than sitting there and trying to struggle, and not trying to struggle, we're trying not to struggle with it. Um, It's about asking for that help that you need to help you to get through that hurdle. yeah, there's so many people out there that have got the knowledge and know-how that can make it so much easier for you and save you time. Because you're trying to figure out how you actually do something. So if you ask for help, they can just literally come in and you've halved it. And you can carry on with the stuff that you love doing even more rather than (laughs) the thing you hate.
0: Absolutely. Make you accountable as well. I think that's something that Tiggs and I have been working on as well. <laughs> yes. Tiggs will have a website scene. I'm making yes. her very I'm accountable. Not sure when
3: this is going to happen. <laughs> I about this Ooh, website. Ooh, oh actually. my gosh, the guns are
0: out!
1: <laughs> so it is actually happening, and I will say that's thanks to Penny because mm. I turned around to you three weeks ago. Yeah, and I said, I, "How can I help?" And I just said. I need someone to hold me accountable. Like I know I have to do the work and you're not going to do the work for me, but mm-hmm. I just need someone to sit on me and go, it's Friday, what have you done this week? I'm and
0: very d- good at cracking a whip. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy oh, yes.
1: is very, she's got proof. <laughs> she's got the scars.
3: <laughs> it's always like I go, what's my homework for this week? When's my homework due?
2: <laughs> and very soon we're shooting some videos for your website, aren't we?
3: Yes. Yet you'll be so
1: proud. Um, I've actually. um, So later this month, I've already spoken to Connor about shooting all the video for my website for all like the landing pages and stuff. So it is happening. It's just a very big website. But Penny is my proof. There are actual existing (laughs) pages that look phenomenal. It is going to happen very soon very, coming very soon, soon. to a website soon. near you <laughs> honestly if we get to episode 10 and i'm like and you're like well what that's you what you i mean
3: i'm sure with all the episodes i've listened to there's always the website <gasps> being mentioned
1: there should
2: be some sort of forfeit if uh, oh, like if it this. isn't done by episode 10
0: okay okay i am definitely coming up with a forfeit oh my gosh <gasps> right okay definitely right next episode I'm going to have to think about what the forfeit's going to be and also you don't have long as well just saying if you've got to finish this by the end of season two you've actually only got just over a month.
1: I know, so, i just realised that. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah I am, I'm absolutely <laughs> petrified.
0: Yeah, brilliant I'm loving it. Right Connor, you and I are going to definitely uh, mm. converse about what this forfeit's going to be. We'll
2: <laughs> brainstorm something. We'll yeah. brainstorm and, something. And, Sorry,
0: and for tics. those <laughs> of you listening and watching we will keep stay tuned for what that forfeit's it's going to be in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, do you know what? I've got an even better idea. Why don't we ask our viewers yes. and yeah. listeners? Right, I want you all go to our social media. I want to hear what you think Tixie's forfeit should be.
2: Go in the YouTube comments, the Spotify comments. Yeah, put,
0: them, put all petrified. the comments
1: there.
0: <laughs> I want to know what she should I be would doing. Yeah. That's what
1: I'm doing tonight, Tracy. <laughs> She's doing a website. Oh, sorry. I,
3: th- I feel like I triggered that one. So. Yeah,
1: absolute instigator. But you all
3: have an amazing website. So yeah, so it's all good.
1: Yeah. It'll it'll that be worth push it. you needed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> My God, you know, when I said about needing accountability, if I haven't just got it <laughs> tenfold.
0: <laughs> and for any of you watching in the future, like 2025, <laughs> if this website doesn't exist, then Poor you, because That's all <laughs> I can say. Oh right, let's get back let's to Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy does have a website, just Do saying. Um, so, talk to us. Come on, what is the future looking like for Tracy's Treasure Keepsakes?
3: Oh, I don't really know. Just to be, just to try and get my awareness out that out there that little bit more, um, and grow further. It will always be just me um the more and more I think about it, I do wonder if maybe Elizabeth when she's older she will come along and join me Pass it down to down maybe family. become mm. a family business that would be wonderful yeah if I feel like I could let go
0: No. <laughs> yes the control
1: you, your girls are very interested because when when you had your shoot again a couple like, it wasn't that long ago but the, both girls were very like very interested and in,
3: being involved in, they're so proud of what you do aren't they and 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 that's what I love I love that I'm showing them what what it means to to be successful or just that you can put you can do anything you put your mind to um and I love that they're seeing that Elizabeth very much is very into the social media element of it and she's always asking me What? How many views I've got on particular videos? Or she keeps telling me my YouTube channel isn't that great because I haven't posted a video for ages. And I'm like, yeah, all right.
1: I feel like you've got a social media manager being grown up through your ranks. (laughs) I know. Yeah, you
3: never know. You never know. But. And I think that might be it, is that there's probably a different, I don't think, I'm not sure if she'll ever be interested in the sewing element of it, but there may be something that she might want to help me. Marketing, yeah, Yeah. fabulous. So who knows, it may become a family business and then I'll have an award for best family business. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So we've got to the quick fire
1: round section where Mm. we ask you a couple of questions where Just give us the first thing that pops into your mind. (laughs) So what is your best business accomplishment?
3: Oh, there's been so many, but it's just to be in business for someone who had no business (laughs) knowledge whatsoever. um, To be here five years on is amazing and to have awards gonna have two <laughs> absolutely <laughs> And I, i've very Can much I been enjoying a? the
1: show and tell aspect of this podcast <laughs> yes. def- this is one if you're ever going to watch one on youtube or spotify video this is this is yes. the one there, yes, there has been a show and tell definitely yes, absolutely. i feel like
3: i'm probably the only one that comes to meetings with bears and stuff in their bag and go hey, here's what i made earlier <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
3: what is your favorite productivity hack <laughs> oh i um it would be to bulk together tasks, I think. Um, it's probably not explained very well. Um, so obviously, so I have multiple orders on the go each week. And so I try to make sure that I do set things so each of them I have to prepare them all so I'll prepare all of them together and then I'll sew all of them together so it's not so I'm swapping and changing mm-hmm. sometimes my brain does kick in and it does make me go all over the place in my sewing have room have amalgamated
0: two at the same time by accident no
3: no no although my dad's always said to me so my dad does come around sometimes and he helps to cut cut some stuff out for me um, good old dad. over good old supervision watching like a hawk um but he always says to me, like, how do you know whose clothes belong to who? And I was like, well, one, they're named, you just don't see that element of it. But I also remember, that's probably one thing my brain does, is it does remember whose clothes are whose. So, mm. I, yeah, I've never, never mixed the two together. <laughs> um, but I am also very organised. Tiggs will have seen. So organised. So, yeah, would have seen the, the, my room. And it's gone up a level as well with organisation. <laughs>
0: Love that.
3: bought a few storage boxes and things like that so they all have their own home um so yeah so it's just about just bulking going back to your actual question um bulking together your tasks
0: brilliant
1: so Amazing. that you're not
3: flitting and doing half jobs mm. and my favorite one
1: what's one thing that the internet doesn't know about you yet
3: oh um oh i don't know quite open with my stuff on social media I suppose the only thing that is probably from like my childhood because social media wasn't there then um I was actually um at a children's summit representing Great Britain um at Disneyland Paris (gasps) oh wow that's so cool so our whole class won some sort of competition I can't remember what it was that we'd done um but yeah we got to represent Great Britain and on a four-day summit wow lovely love that very nice
0: well tracy your journey is truly inspiring i've always said that about you um and we're really grateful that you're able to join us today so before we wrap up uh is there one final piece of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners and viewers today
3: um it would probably be just take that leap don't hesitate as to whether it's the right thing to do what happens if you fail you don't know until you try um I don't think I would necessarily be here if I took that leap of faith five years ago um, and posted that picture on Facebook so yeah if you're on the fence as to whether to start a business or just do something that you feel like you're gonna love just do it
0: Oh, well, congratulations on all your success this year. And I know there's still a hell of a lot in the pipeline. I have the inside information Mm. on this. I want to know. Tell me everything. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just look out for your national uh, newspapers in the coming weeks. That's all I will say. Mm. Um, But yes, it has been an absolute delight. So thank you so much for joining Tiggs, I and Connor today. Um, It's been really interesting finding out what that journey of a solopreneur can look like. So for any of you that want to find out a little bit more information um, about things that we've talked about today so specifically like the coaching and the mentoring Mm -hmm. side of it um, it's part of each of our businesses actually we all do it so um, you can actually find out a little bit more from the platform so the hyphen platform
1: dot com and also at www.tigsrice.com and Connor you can find him at
2: connorwells.com
0: Nice and simple. Love that. Well, thank you so much for another amazing episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and got a lot from it. We have another exciting guest next week who actually set up their own franchise business. Um, So I'm really excited to talk to him. Um, That'll be available next Wednesday.
1: So, please stay tuned. Make sure you've got us followed, subscribed so that we show up in your feed next week. And we will be back with another episode of Diaries of Badass Bosses.
0: See you then.